welcome to Exploring the Marketplace podcast. My co-host is Bob Hassan, and we are creating a conversation with Christian marketplace leaders who have careers that have been impacted by their faith. We are also answering your questions about entrepreneurship, business leadership, careers, and how the kingdom of God changes your impact in the marketplace. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. I'm Bob Hassan with my co-host, Sean Bowles. Sean, how are you today? I am good. I'm excited about today's podcast. We have a salesman on, Michael McIntyre, and that always proves to be a fun show. Do you think we'll get any words in? I think we will. We will, because he's he's a good conversationalist. But yes, yes Michael, I'll tell you about it. Michael built a $3 billion agency from scratch, recruited over 20,000 sales agents, Gosh. and developed a training like no other in the industry with experiential techniques that revolutionize the industry. Michael is an entrepreneur and life coach. He has worked with the Dallas Cowboys, American Equity Life Insurance Company, uh, recording artists, producers, record label startups, senior pastors, and churches. Michael's work as a coach has earned a recommendation from Dallas Cowboy executive Jerry Jones Jr., who said, I believe in the saying, you can't teach where you don't know, and you can't lead where you don't want to go or where you won't go. When it comes to selling, marketing, and managing, Michael can teach and lead it all day long. Of course, you can learn more at his website at michaelmcadire.com. But I just think, you know, Bob, Michael is one of those unique individuals that when I met him, he's just so motivational. Obviously, sales is his background, but he's so motivational because of how he does life, his wife, his daughters. They're, you know, two of, I think only one's married. Uh, there's, there's some other interests involved too, I think. But they have grandbabies. They're just amazing at life, at family. And they're genuine. I've stayed in their house a few times and I've just had such a great experience with them. So I'm so glad he gets to be on today and just share with our audience. Yeah, I, I think Michael is a bundle of energy and he's a bundle of wisdom and we're uh, we're going to get to hear a great interview. So up next, The McIntyre. <laughs> yes. My new book is called Encounter, a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. And this book is going to help you to understand the days we're living in right now and have an urgency to meet with Jesus the way that I did through some of these encounters that are going to form your faith. So you can get this book. So make sure to go to bullsministries.com encounter a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. Well, welcome back. We've got Michael and Sean. Michael, how are you today? I'm terrific. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Well, we're glad to have you back. And you're such, you're, you're like a bundle of God's energy. I love who you are. <laughs> I love knowing you all these years and just seeing, just that you and Stacey have taken on helping people and challenging people into what you've called the next level experience over and over. And just some of the new things that you're doing as well with your podcast. But I want to kind of talk about even a transition point because people, you can go back listeners and hear Michael tell a story. I mean, it's just amazing from this amazing sales career, business career, getting radically saved and then going on this journey of helping people. But I want to kind of start out to say, because a guy like you could have done this and just mainstream it and just like do all the business coaching seminars and that kind of thing and just monetize it, work one month a year and been fine. But you've chosen to walk alongside of Christians and Christian organizations, startups, new businesses, old businesses that are reinventing themselves, also a lot of ministries as well. Like what made you decide to go that route? Yeah, great question. Thank you. You know, a couple of things, you know, it, it, when I when I first got into when I first came my life to Jesus, you know, I was just trying to I was a baby Christian and felt 
the heavy burden, I think, of a lot of people like me with a type A personality. I got to go save the planet and uh, <laughs> quickly learned. Can't that, it all. Neither can Bob. <laughs> right, right. And quickly got, you know, got, you know, realized that that's not, that's not exactly how it works. And so uh, I decided, you know, for about a year after that, I, I, I thought about it and prayed about it and decided that I need to put my uh, skills into the church the mar- bring the marketplace mm-hmm. of my skills into the church. And really the the first time that it really happened was that upper room. And yeah. uh, I, I was there and uh, Michael Freeland Miller, who was a great mentor and spiritual leader for me, uh, recognized that, you know, you got a business guy come in and, and wanted that kind of help in that small church at that time. And then you came in, Sean, I remember you got, you came in and uh, you just came off of uh, the big thing out there and with Lou Ingo out there in, in, in LA. Oh yeah, who's it now? Yeah. 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 Big, big deal. Here in California. Right. And you Here's came you. in and, and you spent some time with Stacy and I, and we got to know you. And, uh, and I remember you invited me out to Dubai. And I thought, why do I want to go to Dubai? I don't want to go to Dubai. It's a long plane ride. Uh, and then Stacy yelled at me for not going. And, so, <laughs> and then I figured out that, uh, and then, and then it just kind of came into fruition. And then uh, Lance Walnow invited me to one of his, uh, his, I don't know what it was, kind of a symposium like he did before and had all these yeah. uh, people in there. And he wanted me to come in there and talk to him about sales. And so I was on stage with, with, with Lance and he originally said, listen, you got 45 minutes, McIntyre, you got to keep this short. I said, okay. So I had my 45 minutes deal going. And as soon as I get there, he goes, look, man, you got to go two and a half hours. <laughs> I thought, oh, okay, okay, Lance. So uh, I did. And what hit me there, God really, uh, really, the Holy Spirit said, okay, this is your stream. This, this is, these are your people. You need to speak to the Christian community. You've been in the secular world for, you know, all your life. You've done well in the secular world. You've done, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, created a billion, $3 billion agency. Now I need you to come over here. And so, and it was really a thunderbolt. It really was. Wow. And, and I knew at that point, and I remember walking out of that two and a half hour <laughs> session and telling Stacy, I said, I, I found my, I found my home. And, uh, and it was, it was a, it was an adjustment, a a major adjustment, but it was a good adjustment. And what I loved is that they were hungry for that. So that was, Mm -hmm. that was the beginning. What did you, what did you see as the biggest adjustment? Because I've, I've been in both worlds also. And, and it would be interesting for me to hear like your perspective coming from like, what I would say is honest business where you're where you're, you know what you're dealing with and then coming over into the church world where there's a lot of things that aren't necessarily upfront in the church world. And how, how did you see that? Yeah. Uh, great question, Bob. I, I guess the first thing I, I realized that there was a, there was a small thinking mentality financially in, in the mm-hmm. Christian, in the Christian world, mm-hmm. uh, which really kind of surprised me because if I read the scripture and if I understood, cause I was really into Luke, I was really into the gospel uh, and then I got into Isaiah and, and I, and I started reading this stuff and uh, John 10, 10, and I thought, okay, wait a minute, you know, God doesn't want us to be broke. God, you know, you know, you know, like I've said before, you know, the good Samaritan would not have been famous if it weren't for money. Right. And yeah. so I, you know, we really have to, you know, I'm looking out here and I'm talking to these people uh, and I realized that they think small financially or the church has coddled them thinking it's okay to be broke or, you know, to be poor or whatever the situation is. So that was the first adjustment because in the secular world, everybody wants to make millions of dollars, right? It's like, you know, it's like dog eat dog, man, whatever I got, you know, who, you know, who do I got to go to? Who do I got to run over? Who do I got to pull off the ladder to make it? 
And, <laughs> and so in the Christian world, it was diff- that was different. And the other thing I thought that was really different was uh, they were eager to learn. In the secular world, there's a lot more cynicism. And, uh, and I think because they've seen a lot and they've been burned a lot, uh, not that people in the Christian community haven't been burned, but it was just that, that openness, Bob, I think is what I really enjoyed that they really wanted to learn. And, you know, uh, but they had to know that they had to go to work, you know, and, you know, a lot of them were sitting around soaking all the time, which was great. But at some point you got to get, pick up the room and start sweeping. So that it, it was an adjustment. You know, we went over to upper room, you know, some people got in at 10 and left at two. <laughs> so we said, we, we need, <laughs> this is not like the cleaners, right? So we, we've got to get this thing adjusted. We got to start p- putting in, you know, actually eight hours, you know? And so, uh, <laughs> which, which they did and, and it was a good adjustment and, and it's a godly adjustment. It really is. And I think, you know, uh, instead of praying for, you know, gold dust to come down, and, you know, cause you know, you got to have a lot of gold dust to get a latte even, you know, and so <laughs> you know, you, you've got to get out there and get it done. <laughs> I think it's so funny to think about the the world that you went into because upper room, the, the church you're mentioning a lot of the, our viewers or listeners may not be familiar, but their church in Dallas, and they started out just as a prayer movement, missional mm-hmm. prayer movement that started at like a small community of young adults, really cool church, very interracial, very, very cross-denominational and very, as far as their impact. And then it blew up because of really the yeah. worship team and their and, and what they were doing. And you were right there in their blow up and their transitional stage from yeah. going to small organization to big organization. And when it was blowing up, a lot of their amazing members, who I'm friends with, you're friends with, started businesses or started working for major corporations. They needed somebody in that in that space who could say, don't take that deal. No, that's a great one. No, start thinking this way. Start thinking bigger. And you were the guy who was doing that. I know that was one of the main kind of spaces that you were learning at that time. But then you and Stacy ended up starting these like retreats and they've evolved mm-hmm. now into a whole organization. And what I loved about it, and Bob, you I think you know this because we've talked about this before, but but they like go to the core of people's lives and hearts, not just like, let's talk about your business and success. It ends up like the person goes through like a hybrid. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to I don't want everyone to go through it now to think this is what it was. But I mean like inner healing, identity foundation. You become a man if you're a man. You become a woman if you're a woman. Like you change. Mm-hmm. You like really. And I thought that was really interesting that when you, you guys shifted over into like helping people to become successful, and helping to be people to become authentically grounded in their influence, that a lot of what you had to go after was foundational stuff to get there. And I think, can you tell us some stories as far as like people yeah. who, who you guys have helped on the journey and like why it kept you motivated to do it. Yeah, it's, you know, because it's, it's work. I mean, it's with, you know, it's, it's all calf in work. I mean, when we do these (laughs) next level experiences, I mean, it's, you know, we, we give out about four pounds of flesh and then we do it, we, we, which we do, we go into a holy coma for about three days afterwards, you know, Uh, and and it takes it, but, but no, what, 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 you know, what I, what we learned is that we love to coach people. We love to walk in there, you know, and help people do the things they don't want to do, see the things they don't want to see hear the things they surely don't want to hear so they can become the men and women God meant them to be. And what we learned is that, you know, everybody has blind spots, right? We all have them. And, uh, and so we help people see those blind spots. We had, I remember the the very first next level experience in the Christian world was done 
uh, out in West Texas with with the whole worship team and the, and the church staff. And it was incredible. And I remember uh, Freeland coming up to me and said, this is revolutionary. You got to take this thing out. And that was eight years ago, seven years ago. So we've been yeah. uh, doing that and, and bringing that out. And, you know, I remember Alyssa Smith came through there. And after, you know, she, you know, she was big, she's done really well, you know, and, and it wasn't us, it was the Holy Spirit opening up safe space for people to where they could wow. get into their creativity, get into their business. We've had people come out and, and write movies and come out and do these uh, incredible ministries. Um, and so we've had marriages come through this thing. We've had you know, people, we, we are down in West Palm Beach. We had two NLEs down in West Palm Beach, which was really interesting. We had three salvations down there. And wow. uh, every now and then, you know, uh, somebody will sneak in that, you know, maybe they're Buddhist or maybe they're new age or maybe they're half and half. But by the time they leave, they're giving their life to Jesus and they're making a wow. difference. And, and we love watching the transformation. It's like being on the front seat of the Holy Spirit football game, man. It's, it's, really, <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. But there's a lot, you know. Well, Michael, tell us like tell us uh, some specific stories without names, if you will, because you know Sean and I know we we've we consult with people and people come in and they say like my business is failing, but after you ask like three questions, you realize that it's their spiritual life, their marriage, their personal life that needs the healing first, and I know that's what NLE does. So, talk to us about things that you and Stacy have seen like specifically and what the what the transformations look like in a couple. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll give you what one couple from Lake Tahoe uh, came in. And in fact, the wife came in, he didn't come in. And uh, she came in, rector, she did really good. She loved NLE, uh, hired us as a coach. And, and we coach married couples sometimes on the phone to at the same time, which is really, I like doing that. I think it's really beneficial, especially if they're in business together. Well, yeah. this, this couple, uh, they were in the fifties and they've been married for some time and they had, they were really successful. He was on the New York's, he was on and lived in Manhattan was, uh, NY, uh, on the New York stock exchange, a big trader, uh, oh. with Merrill Lynch. Uh, she was a high end designer in Manhattan and they moved out to San Francisco, then stayed out there for about 10 years, sold their house, moved to Lake Tahoe and started a whole online business. So they wanted me to coach them in this process. And it was really fascinating. And one of the things I taught them was each person has to stay in their own lane, you know, yeah. especially in a marriage and truly in business too. You know, the CFO shouldn't mess with the CEO too much, right? They need to stay in their lane. You know, if you're, if you're the CIT, you need to stick with that and not do what, you know, the marketing team's doing. So everybody learned to stay in their lane. Well, they took that business from zero, okay, to over $2 million a year in business. And they did that in a relatively short period of time, 18 months. And they just, because they both are extremely talented, they're very smart, but they were crossing over, they were crossing over each other's lane. <laughs> and I so, can't relate to that at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. And so we all have powerful lives sitting here. So amen. You know, yes, we you know. do. So it, it was a, it was a, uh, we, we coached them for 60 days, but, and then, uh, which was really good. Cause you know, we, we coach people 90 days. We, I've got some people that I'll go longer, but we want to go in there and move that needle quickly. But that was yeah. one case that they were, they had skills, they had the talent, but they didn't have, they, they couldn't see each other, uh, for what God had meant them to be. And so, because God, as a marriage, it comes into holy matrimony, and God puts you generally with your opposites, yes? And there's something out there, and that's why it connects. And so what we did is we dug into that. And there was some hard conversations. I mean, it really was. And like in a married couple, we would have 
uh, these conversations. Then, at, you know, twice I, I would pull them off and say, okay, we're going to have a private conversation, just one-on-one with Stacy and I. And, and we dug deep and we do a holistic approach. We look at, you know, we look at their physical, we look at their relational, we look at their spiritual, and then of course their financial. And so, uh, yeah, that was one case. Then we had, we had another person uh, come out and re- write this book and did a really good job. They're uh, a medical doctor and his wife, they're from Nigeria, and they wanted to start a function, functional medicine uh, practice. And so- oh, cool. And I, uh, they both came through NLE at the same time. Sometimes they do wives and husbands do at the same time, sometimes separate. There's no right or wrong. It's whatever works out. Uh, but they, they started, they had, uh, he he was an MD and she's working on her PhD in divinity. And so they had, you know, he was science and she was spiritual. (laughs) So (laughs) it it was a, it was a clash of the Titans and, but they're amazing people and they're both so gifted and talented. So we started getting this book together with them and I worked with the publisher and uh, so, and we, I coached them for 90 days in this process and it's been a miraculous thing. Uh, He left one hospital, started another deal and it's got his functional medicine going and she started, she's starting, they're both come together. And I said, listen, you both have such an incredible story. Let's write this book. And so I've got them working with an author writing, writing this book and it's coming out. And so that's, that's some of the heart stuff we do, the heart surgery we do. Um, we also have had some people start ministries. I just got an email from somebody that, yeah, uh, he was in prison. He, this guy was in prison. Uh, he never did NLE, but I coached him and he's out, he was out in California. He was in prison for six, six years, came out. Uh, completely uh, gave his life to Jesus, wrecked his, his life, got wrecked. I think he I, he came from one of your podcasts, Sean. He heard me on your podcast. Oh and and I don't know, maybe they're piping in the prison now. I don't know. No, we have a lot of prisoners who listen. We love our prisoners. Yes, yeah, yes. Amazing. And uh, he, he's getting married now from some lady in the Philippines. He sent me the picture. And what we did is we went in there and adjusted his heart. He had a lot of guilt for being in prison with his children. And so we got through that. We dug too deep into that and got to the root of that, pulled up to the root. And he rebuked that and took the generational curse off. And now he's flying high and he's making money. And he's, he's out there doing this missionary. He's in Singapore right now. And then he's going to go to the Philippines for his bride. And she sent me a picture of her. And so it's exciting. That stuff. I love that because it, that gives me life. And I, look, I, I like it when people break out and make their money. I like that. But I also like it when they get healed in that process. With yeah, the restoration is so huge. Well, tell us too about like, I love hearing these stories because, you know, you, like we said, you transitioned into being a coach and being like, tell us what you're working on right now. What is the whole ministry and the whole life and the business look like right now? Yeah, so we've got like, <laughs> as you know, uh, the Holy Spirit just keeps bringing new stuff and and, you know, so we've got, uh, we've got next level experience, which we do about every two and a half months. Uh, and we're basing it out of Dallas, which just seems easier for people. And we got people from all over the world coming in. We had uh, people from Ireland last time, and it was really That's cool. Awesome. A lot of people out in the West Coast. Then we have the Leadership 300, which, which is based off of Gideon. And that's really good. And that's like a, that we have that here at the residence. And so it's more of an intimate situation. NLE is done at the hotel because we have, you know, 50 to 100 people with 150 people in there. And then uh, we have the private coaching, which we do. And then uh, we also do, we have uh, the McIntyre Business Accelerator we just started, uh, MBA. And this is really fun. And Bob, you'll like this. We take people who have, that are entrepreneurs, businesses, fairly successful, but they want to get to that hockey stick. You know, they want to take it out there. And and we only bring in kingdom minded people. And so we do a three day intensive and I bring in, I call it the millionaire's row. 
Uh, I bring in all my top law firms, my CPAs, my marketing team, social media team, and, uh, and, and counselors, and I bring in the functional medicine doctor. And so I bring these people in that, that they wouldn't normally have a chance to have an audience with. And, yeah. for, and we have three days, we bring them in and incubate them and bring this thing out. And with that, we did our first one in January. We've already increased several of the, uh, the revenues over 80%. One person went 182% over wow. expected revenue. So it's just taking that. We, we bring the Holy Spirit into that. And we also bring in pragmatic issues. And we bring, you know, we have some of the top law firms. I, I'm sure, Bob, you got access to that too. And Sean, but a lot of these people that just have maybe a million or two or three million dollar $4 million business or $500,000 business don't have that access. So yeah. I love, I love giving that platform up like, like you guys do. So that's exciting. Yeah, that, that's super exciting. I think, you know, the notion of a business accelerator or an incubator to help, to help people get to the next level, we're talking about next level experience, but yeah. it really is, it really is important because people don't have access to professionals. And, no. and I think, and I think you bringing them in and letting them see how these professionals think is super important. One of the things that I'm always, you know, talking about is is making sure you find the right professional uh, in e whether it's human resources, legal accounting, et cetera, et cetera, so, so, that, so that they can help you. Because as an entrepreneur, it, it's hard to see uh, you. You don't know all. You don't know everything. You you know the thing that makes you successful, and you need to fill in. Yeah. And that's what I love about what you're doing, Michael. Thank you. Yeah, because the stuff you don't see is what knocks you off your feet, right? And what you don't expect. And and look, you know, a dog doesn't chase parked cars. If you're out there moving and making money, you know, you you may get challenged. And so you want to have the experts behind you, whether it's, you know, an IRS challenge or a legal challenge or just, you know, a media challenge, right? You want to have a PR yeah. firm. We, we bring in PR firms. We bring in the top. And what I do is I pay for all that in the initial go. And if they want to hire them, I get them a discount fee at that. Right. Uh, and then we do we, with that right after that, we do 12 months of coaching with them on the Zoom for the next 12 months and they form a network, too. And so, wow. it's, yeah, and the MBA is pretty excited. We're, we're really pumped about that. Well, I'm excited about all that you're doing. I think it's so cool that people have this resource because I think, you know, some people go alone. I know we talk to coaches and consultants all the time. And they're like, oh my gosh, everything's blowing up for me right now, especially since COVID, because so many people are seeing this as a time of opportunity. They're seeing this time of like, you know, gas prices all time high and grocery food shortage and all things. They're saying, I'm going to build something with God right now. And that's such a counterculture mindset. You know, there's some very wealthy people think that way. But, but if you're just the average entrepreneurial person, a lot of people tuck and duck until this storm's over. But I love that, you know, Christianity right now, there's we, we're meeting people right and left who are like, I started this company, I started this thing online, I started this other stream of income. And it's cool that there's a resource like what you're doing, because we need help. And I think Bob gave us a lot of practical help when we were starting kind of another level. And I remember just meeting his banker who loves him and like, adores him. And I, then we met his, you know, like, um, uh, I forget all the people we met, Bob, we met a bunch of people who just are like in your life or like, what, what Bob calls covenant relationships. Yeah. And it just changed our world. It changed our whole world to know the people who he had in his world and, and, and just to have those helps. And it really was one of those multipliers in our lives because it helped us to establish things correctly. So right. we avoided tons of mistakes that we would have made if it wasn't for putting the right loans in place or the right, you know, the right insurance in place or the right, whatever it was. 
And it was a process and all that's always mm-hmm. hard work, but to have people who are fighting with you and for you, is yeah, so much different. if I can give you an example, give you an example, we had one guy come into the NBA in January and his uh, family, his family has a, a really successful jewelry business, but they wanted to buy the building and it's a $3 million building and the mm-hmm. bank wouldn't do it. Well, we had somebody like Bob has, you know, I've, I got 20 year relationships with these people. We put together the loan in 90 days and got this $3 million. It saved so them awesome. $12,000 a month, you know, wow. big deal. You know, and it's, and it's, yeah. it, and as Bob knows, it's a networking game. It is, yeah. you know, and if you have that relationship and you come in there and you vouch and you come in there in that, in that situation, as long as it looks good, it can get done even when you don't think it can get done. And, and, I, believe, and I believe the Holy Spirit sets that up for us. Yeah, and that's the thing that you're so good at is is bringing your relationships to people. And so you guys are bringing your relationships together and are going to collaborate on something. Tell us about it. It's exciting. Yeah, man, I, I'm excited. Listen, we, we've got this course. It's called the Next Cut e-course. And, you know, a lot of times people can't come to Dallas or they can't, you know, go to the NBA or what have you. And so we put together an eight-part uh, module course. And it's really interesting because it, it really it, it helps people look at, uh, at life maybe the way, you know, in business, in the marketplace, and in their, you know, in their ministry too, or whatever that might be. Because I, I love helping the ministries, like, you know, the churches, like you had said, Sean. And because I think there's a lot of people that need that guidance and that coaching. So yeah. we put together this video and it's a eight part deal and, and it's designed for eight weeks and uh, we're going to offer it to uh Bowles ministry at, at a really great way and uh, to bless other people out there. But it's, it's about, it's about be, do, have, how do you get to be, who, who do you get to be to get what you want? Because a lot of times we think, well, here's what we want, which we all want a lot. Yeah. And uh, which is great. We all want peace in the Middle East. We all want to help people. We want to do these things. Well, who do you get to be to get what you want? So you first got to be, how do you get to be that person? And then in his kingdom, and then how do you, then how do you show up? How do you do, you know, and how do you have a day to day? And then that's how you get to have whatever it is your goal is. So we break it down. It's the keys to success. It's for business. It's for ministry. It's for business tree. And uh, yeah, it's an eight part. Uh, e-course that we put together and we spent a lot of time on it uh done it professionally i think i think it is anyway and i think it looks good and i think i think it looks great yeah michael you're our first sponsor i'm going to tell everybody about it in just a second before we go there tell (laughs) us how people get a hold of you besides that course how do people get a hold of next level Thank you. Yeah, just go to our website, which is themichaelmcintyre.com. Real simple, themichaelmcintyre.com. And you'll see we've got the next uh, or the next level experience and leadership and all these other things or coaching. Just go to the themichaelmcintyre.com and shoot us an email or te- check on the box and uh, we'll be glad. We'll get back to you. We have a professional team behind us, just like you guys. <laughs> no, it's, it's beautiful. And so I'm going to encourage you to watch right now what we're offering together. I'm a firm believer in being coached to go to another level. We need help sometimes. And my friend, Michael McIntyre is just the coach that can bring you to another level. He has an incredible e-course right now. And if you go to his e-course webpage and you type in my name, Sean, as the discount code, you're going to get $200 off, which is a huge amount off for his e-course, which is the next level e-course. I'm going to encourage you to go there today. Up next, final thoughts with Sean and Bob. Do you want to be mentored and hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret or apply what God's showing you. 
I have started an online community through our platform, Transcend God Mentoring, where you receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Well, welcome back to Final Thoughts with Sean and Bob. Well, I'm still shaking after that interview, Sean. I, I, I think some of my final thoughts are, I hope that you, our audience, kind of experience the desire for more and that you actually access the resources. Because sometimes when you want more, you just look at the person in your life that may be doing the biggest version of what you want to do, or maybe they're successful in their small business, or maybe it's a pastor who's successful in his church, mm-hmm. and you give them a try and it doesn't take anywhere because they're not actually geared towards discipleship or mentoring or coaching or consulting every time. And so if you go after somebody who actually that's what they do, you're going to get what you paid for. And I feel like I feel like a lot more of us need that. We need more coaching, more consulting, more therapy, more help. And we have to get it from people who that's what they do. It's important. Yeah, that's so good. I I love the fact that he's been on that process personally, and now he's giving it away. So and true. One of the interesting things that he said was that he the what he learned in the Christian community is people have this adverse thinking about wealth or making money. And and so, you know, you and I talk about it like the poverty mentality or a scarcity Mm -hmm. mentality. And he really is breaking that open into a wealth mentality. And I think, I think more of the church, more of us need to listen to this type of thinking because it's outside of the box from the church. And, you know, what we've really learned, what we've really learned are there's no shortcuts into getting into areas you have to put the hard work in and he obviously has well the second time i stayed with him i had one of the greatest breakthroughs that Sheree and i ever had um we were going after a property that was impossible to get and god provided a miracle for us to get into it but it would still take a lot of miracles to actually make it happen in a real way mm-hmm. and to sustain it and so i was with them and i remember just talking to him and stacy i think lance wall now was with us what do you guys think and they just had so much wisdom but it was wisdom with faith. It wasn't wisdom of like, why would you ever try and do that? Why would you yeah. risk your family's livelihood on that? It was totally the Holy Spirit. Like, let's talk it all through. But also there's this faith dynamic that you're the only one who's going to know. And they didn't try and control the decision, but they try to like help me to look at the whole picture. And it was just such a beautiful moment. And I think that that's what we need in our lives is people who have what you're saying, that faith for the fullness of finances, provision, resource, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. that God has where there is a scarcity mentality where people, I mean, we've had people tell us, Bob, some of our good friends who said, I would never take on some of the projects you've taken on. It just feels so scary. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I remember feeling that way about some of the projects we've taken on, but I had people in my life. Right. And so I just feel like this was a great conversation because it really is an, an advertisement to the average believer. Maybe you're watching right now. You've never had that kind of help, but you might've looked again, like I said, in the wrong place. And most of the time, we've had to pay for the kind of help that we've needed. <laughs> Just like you need to pay for a lawyer, we need a lawyer. You don't ask a, a dentist. You know, you want you want a lawyer. Sometimes you have to pay for that help. And so that's that's been one of my keys to life is to really honor and go after the right kind of help. Yeah, yeah. And you've done such a good job. And I know the end result of those projects that you prayed through. And um, you know, God is faithful. He He loves He loves when we start. And yeah. Um, there's this beautiful scripture, don't despise small beginnings, which we all know. <laughs> but the second part of that scripture is the Lord rejoices when we start. 
And so I love that. I think this is just a perfect, a perfect ending to this. Thank you so much for joining us here on Exploring the Marketplace. Go to bowlsministries.com if you'd like to become a partner. Uh, these podcasts take resources and time and energy and money and and we're, we're providing them for you and you can even ask a question if you'd like um we haven't been we haven't been asked, answering too many questions but we're going to start again so there's a button that says ask a question with sean and bob and again thanks for joining us thanks for listening to the exploring the marketplace podcast part of the exploring podcast series if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing or even rating and reviewing so that more people can connect to us. Also, we'd love to be part of your spiritual journey, and we have amazing resources at our website, www.bowlsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com, including other free media, TV shows, books, and even an ongoing mentoring online platform. See you there.